Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Not often you get a chance to talk to a future Hall of Famer. It is Greeny on ESPN Radio and on your smart speaker by saying play ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas. In for Greeny today, we welcome in the fifth all time leading rusher in NFL history all day, Adrian Peterson. He joins us right now. AD, or AP, rather, it's Chris Carlin. And I say AD because it's all day. But it's AP, really, and that is uh, Adrian Pierce, as we said. Chris Carlin and Harry Douglas, he's here on behalf of Rebalance Health, which we'll get to in a second. We appreciate the time. How you doing? I'm doing amazing. I'm doing amazing. You said it right the first time, AD. AD. <laughs> all day, but, baby. Yeah. All day. All day. All day is yeah, I'm right. I'm doing great this morning, though. How you guys doing? We're doing terrific. And, you know, it's, it, you, know, you look at your career and everything that you've accomplished. When you were coming out of Oklahoma, could you have ever imagined that this was what your career was going to end up being? Uh, yes. Yes. And, <laughs> um, and it, it just, no, seriously, it just came from the confidence that I had. I remember being down here in Los Angeles and, uh, you know, being at the Rookie Symposium and, and going through that process and, getting interviewed and I had a couple reporters look at me, you know, kinda of crazy when they asked what did I expect to do once I entered into the league but it wasn't me being cocky, it was just a confidence and, you know, understanding that you gotta speak things into existence and understanding that hey, you know, even though I was blessed with a tremendous talent, uh, you know, I still haven't allowed people to outwork me. So when you got that combination, some great things can happen. Now, A.D., the last time I seen you, it's funny because I'm actually going to the Bahamas this weekend, was in the Bahamas for Michael Jenkins' wedding. And I have strong hands, mm-hmm. right? I do a lot of <laughs> rice bucket grip work. But I shook your damn hand, and I felt like my hand was going to be taken off. Are you still crushing people's <laughs> hands out here, man? I, I am. I am. I got to <laughs> make sure I leave the stain, you know, in your memory. So, But, you know, I've been doing this since I was young, right? I was five, four or five years old doing that, you know, like shaking people's hand as hard as I can, you know, and uh, that's just kind of how I was brought up. Now a lot of uncles, you know, my dad and, and all that, hey, make sure you look a man in his eyes and shake, you know, give him a good firm handshake. So, um, you know, I'm teaching my boys the same thing. So hopefully they'll, right. they'll keep the tradition. Adrian, when you think about your career and you're still – uh, right now, uh, at the process of uh, playing, you're a free agent at the moment. How much further do you anticipate this going? How much more do you want to play? Um, you know, I I want to continue to play. You know, you only get one opportunity to to, to do this um, in this profession. You know, so as long as I feel like I can be productive and you know I can help the team, uh, you know, in so many different ways. You know, being a mentor as well and, you know, showing guys what it takes and how, how you work, um, you know, I'm going to continue to do it. You know, my body is feeling good and I'm getting back healthy. And, uh, you know, when, I, when, I, when I'm sitting at home and I'm 45 years old, you know, I'll be able to look back and say, 
I didn't, you know, you know, people have so much to say because they, they say, well, what, what do you have? To, what do you got to prove? You know, well, first of all, I'm trying to win a championship, and I don't feel like I have, I have anything to prove like that. But you know, I want to, I want to end on my terms. You know, because at the end of the day, I'm the one that's going to live with it. You know, I don't want to be sitting there 45 saying, man, you know, I could have played two more years, but I, I didn't. You know, and, and why didn't you do that? And you know, not to have a reason why, you know, wouldn't wouldn't sit well with me. So, you know, when um, God's willing, I'm best with the opportunity. I'm, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep going. That's right. We got a big game this weekend, the Super Bowl out there in Los Angeles, the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Los Angeles Rams. When you look at these two teams, uh, when it comes to the game, when it, when the clock finally hits zero zero zero, who do you think is going to come out on top and why? Um, you know, I think I think Cincinnati will, will come off uh, victorious. You know, the one thing I love about them is, is that quarterback. You know, their running game and, and, and their quarterback. You know, when I when I watch him play, he just has a confidence and a swag about him that and their speech value. You know, it, it's something that you can't coach. or something that you either have or or, or or you don't. And you know, I feel like the a big key is going to be. Uh, the run game and been able to, you know, keep the pressure off of them, you know, and establish the run game with my Sooners in the backfield. Um, and then that offensive line stepping up. They did a tremendous job in the AFC Championship game, that second half, stepping up offensively. And I'm sure they've, they've been hearing it this entire time, you know. You know, that's what, 30, break 30th when it comes to, um, you know, protecting the quarterback or sacks allowed. Um, so, I think that's going to be the determinant. I think that's going to be one of the determining factors, you know, how good can they – can they um, create a, a ground game, and how well can they can they protect their quarterback? Um, I think if they if they do that, you know their defense um, is stellar. Uh, you see what they did to Kansas City in that second half. Um, you know, so they, they they have a chance. They're they're in this position for a reason. So you know, I'm riding with my Sooners with Cincinnati, and I think I think they're gonna pull it off. Adrian Peterson is with us, AD, as in all day, on behalf of Rebalance Health. I'll get to that in a second. You know, when you hear around the league these days that running backs are not valued as highly as they used to be, uh, people criticize the mm -hmm. Giants for drafting Saquon Barkley as highly as they did. Does it bother you that the perception of the running back in the league has changed? It does. It, it really does. And I, I think... You know, the guys that came before me, you know, um, continue to, to emphasize how important, you know, um, a running back was. And, uh, you know, to see how we kind of get this minute uh, diminished, uh, you know, when it comes to our value and what we're able to do, you know, it it, it, it bothers me, to say the least. You know, uh, if you think about Barkley, for instance, you know, you know, obviously he had, he had some injuries that, um, that kind of had slowed him down. Uh, but when I see him play, you know, like last year coming off of ACL, you know, I I think that he still has, uh, you know, a, a lot of great ability. And it was a good year for him to get his feedback wet, get his confidence up. And, you know, he, he was performing well based on the things that I've seen. Um, and you think about guys like Jordan Taylor. You think about, you know, Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Like, these are some great running back, Alvin Kamara, you know, like these are franchise-style quarterbacks. So, uh, you know, it seems like we're always the ones that um, are, are, are downgraded the most. But then when it comes around to this to this point of time, when it's, when it's time to go, you know, host that trophy, 
you notice what teams do. They run that ball. You know, the teams that run the ball, they are the one that really has the most success. You're thinking about the Rams. You're thinking about how their offense has totally transitioned and with Akers being back and what those guys are doing as a group collectively and in the backfield. They're balanced offense at the end. It makes them a totally different threat with him on the field. It's night and day. Um, you think about Cincinnati. You know, of course they got a great quarter, a great quarterback and the great receivers um, as well. But that running game, I feel like, has been the foundation that has allowed Cincinnati to be in the position that they're in, you know, right now. And of course, that's a combination of guys doing great things up front as well and um, presenting opportunities for a running back. But you know, for those reasons, and when you and when you look back, it's always in the postseason where you see how the running game take over and and, and, and is really the main contributor to a team, you know, winning the game, you know, setting the type of tempo that they want and um, being that determining factor. Adrian, tell us what you're doing with Rebalance Health. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited about this new company that I, uh, I've, been, I've been working with and this new product that I've been trying here the last couple of weeks. And I'm telling you, like, the guys just trying to get their mojo back, or like myself, I'm trying to continue to master my mojo. Um, this is something that you need to try. I want to go ahead and tell people to uh, you can get in more information at rebalancehealth.com, but it's an all natural supplement that optimizes physical and mental performance um, at work, in the gym, or, or even at home. And the thing I love about it the most, um, as I've been using it, is that it's natural. I, you know, I spent a long time in my career just, you know, about nutrition and the things that I put in my body, trying to find the best solutions to help me be at my peak performance. And uh, this, this, this product really optimized that because it's all natural and it enhanced the body um, so it's able to produce more natural testosterone, um, human growth hormones, and those hormones that um, help with wellness and that allow your body to perform at its, at its optimal, I mean, uh, maximum potential, you know. So it's, it's been a great um, ride for me so far, and I'm, I'm just, just trying to lure guys to try it, you know, try it out and see what it does for you. Uh, like I said, it's been amazing. It's all natural. That's my big thing. If it's not natural, I'm not really dealing with it. So, you know, trying this product for a couple of weeks now and seeing how when I hit the weight room, I'm stronger. You know, I'm sleeping better. You know, when I wake up in the morning, I'm taking an energized uh, feel and just putting a pep in my step. You know, in the evening when I'm, when I'm ready to kind of relax and unwind, uh, I'm taking a relaxed formula. And then at night, I'm getting my dream catcher in and, you know, allow my body to, to get that round sleep and really recover and wake up rejuvenated. So, like I, I, like I said again, you can purchase it. You can pre-order at rebalancehealth.com. And uh, you can tell me what you think. Adrian, appreciate it, man. Enjoy the game Sunday. Thanks for popping on for a few minutes. Uh, no problem. Thanks for having me. You guys take it easy. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Manfred talking right now. The commissioner of Major League Baseball. The two sides, MLB and uh, the MLB Players Association, scheduled to meet tomorrow. Apparently they have agreed on a couple of things, including a universal DH and on draft pick compensation, but they're going to meet more tomorrow, says he still expects that spring training is going to start on time. There has been nothing that has changed there, so we'll keep an eye on that. It's Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas on ESPN Radio and on your smart speaker by saying play ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Now, Harry, something has Uh, caught my... Chris, no, I'm sorry. Nope. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry I have to do this. Sorry. What? Um... We're not just going to slide by baseball that fast and get into the next topic. All right, we're, we're, we're going to do. I want to know who was the last team to, to win the World Series? Who won the World Series last? The Atlanta Braves. Oh, okay. Now, Chris, the, we may proceed. <laughs> That's the only reason you stopped That's me in my tracks. That's the only reason. Only oh. reason. I'm still trying to find the whole run ball. That's so hit. Goodness, where is it at? Houston, did you find it yet? Oh, no. Did y'all find it? Apparently, there is an I in ESPN. <laughs> it comes from Harry Douglas. Wow. <laughs> I'm all about all right. Georgia, baby. Georgia, so I gotta, the state. I got I to gotta run this past you because I do read a little bit too much into things sometimes, okay? I'll be the first mm-hmm. to admit that. But prior to the NFC Championship game, you heard comments from Raheem Morris, the defensive coordinator for the Rams, talking about how much this Rams team really wanted to win a title for Aaron Donald. And then I saw these comments from Aaron Donald this week, and it made me start thinking about what his future may hold. Listen to this quote. In eight years, I accomplished a lot in a short amount of time, and one thing I feel like I'm lacking is being a world champion, so it would mean a lot to me. I feel it would be a goal that I've been chasing and trying to accomplish. I'll be able to check that off and feel like there's nothing in this league I didn't accomplish at that point. I pose this to you. Am I out of my mind to read comments like that and think, you know, if the Rams win the Super Bowl, maybe Aaron Donald as a seven-time All-Pro and a guy that has dominated this league for as long as he has decides, what more can I do? I got the ring. That's it. Pure, pure, wildly irresponsible speculation on my part. I just read into comments sometimes, and I think maybe, just maybe there's something behind this. Okay, so let's 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 go through this for a second, okay? Mm-hmm. Those wildly comments that you made, <laughs> very wildly. Uh, when you look at a guy like Aaron Donald, who's been in the National Football League for eight years, right? Eight of those years, he's made the Pro Bowl all eight. He's been All Pro seven times, Defensive Player of the Year three times. 
Uh, he's reached a Super Bowl, but that was, in his eyes, his failed moment, right? He's gotten there once and failed to get a victory. So this game right here really means a lot to him. Um, you've seen that last week in the NFC Championship game, him being more vocal on the sidelines. And Aaron Donald's usually not that type of guy. Aaron Donald's more so, uh, I'm about my business, I'm going to show you more so than I'm going to tell you. But you, you've seen how much it meant to him rallying that defense together, getting everybody together and telling them, hey, man, this is the moment that we got to step up as a defense, get stops. And they went out there and did that. Um, his, the leadership quality is definitely there. Now, as far as Aaron Donald, if he wins this Super Bowl, in my eyes, there's nothing else more for him to accomplish football-wise. And one of the things that people don't understand about guys who play a sport at a professional level that there's life after sports, right? There's more to life than sports. Now, I'll be the first to say this. Uh, me and Aaron Donald, we have the same football agent. I do not think Aaron Donald is going to call it a quits mm -hmm. after this season because he is the most dominant football player in the National Football League, and he has been, I would say, since he entered the league in 2014. Um, he's just that dominant. So I don't see him just walking away right now. Now, can we have this conversation probably after 10 years? Probably. At year 10? Yes. Right now he's just at year 8. And they still have an opportunity because they still have pieces in place to run it back next year. So I don't see why he would just go out like that uh, because he's still on a contract and he probably wants to still play out his contract. Listen, and there's plenty of money to be made. <laughs> that oh, that can never, <laughs> never be overlooked. But I do think, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, Harry, that there is more of a emphasis on getting out healthy now than maybe yeah. there was before. And it is hard to argue that Aaron Donald could actually accomplish a whole lot more at this juncture in his career that would change uh, his standing in the all-time history of this league because he is one of the top five interior defensive linemen to ever play in the league. Correct. Is that fair? I think it's more than fair. Chris, the man has only had two seasons where he didn't get double-digit sacks. In his first year, he got And he's nine. an interior defensive lineman In year primarily. three, he got eight. Think about that. That's a down year for him, and not really a down year because he's getting double-teamed. Um, and I said this the other day on, on a show on, on, uh, on This Just In with Max. People don't really understand the value of a Aaron Donald. Yes, football gurus, we understand that. But outside people don't really understand because – they're so used to seeing the glitz and glamour from the receivers, the quarterbacks, the running backs, the DBs, you know, these guys making these highlights. When a guy like Aaron Donald was in those trenches getting double teamed over and over again, and he's still making these plays, Chris, getting double teamed over and over again, where you have to get full, you have to be full contacted every single play over and over again. But one of the things I love that Raheem Morris has done with Aaron Donald is move him around in various places along yep. that defensive line, playing different techniques, right? You may see him in a three technique on one play, but then he's in a nine or he's in a see five. Him outside, absolutely. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He, he, he's lining up different, different places on that defensive line, not allowing and understanding that he's going to get double teamed, but not allowing the offense to just say he's going to be lined up here. Let's take him away. Greeny, the podcast. 
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. According to multiple sources, Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers is building a home in Franklin. A source tells me Rodgers would be, quote, open to joining the Titans. I don't know what it's like to live in Nashville. I feel like Aaron Rodgers' cultural fit fits everywhere when he can throw that ball the way that he throws it. Tonight, 9 p.m., the 2022 NFL Honors on ABC. One of the big awards given away every year, the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas, in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. The man who is representing the Green Bay Packers as their nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award is Aaron Jones, and he joins us right now on the telephone. Aaron, congratulations on your nomination. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you. Okay, first question, where's Aaron Rodgers playing next year, and how sick are you of talking about it? <laughs> uh, if I knew, I'd tell you. I have no clue. Um, I hope it's with us. Uh, so, that, yeah, that's all, I, that's all I can say about it. But, uh, you know, I, we had a lot of fun fun with him this year, and we feel like we're right there. Aaron, i, I got to ask you this, man. When you look at a guy like Aaron Rodgers um, and the way he plays the game of football, what do you think his – best trade is as a quarterback of uh, of an organization, of the Green Bay Packers organization, I should say? Uh, I would say that that's tough to put it all in one. He's bringing so much to the table. Um, but I would say leadership, is no, that's number one. Uh, you know, I feel like we kind of go as he goes as a team. Aaron Jones is with us. He is a nominee tonight for the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Uh, what did it mean to you when you found out that you were going to be the nominee for the Packers this year? Uh, it meant everything. It was uh, just truly an honor, you know, to represent my family and uh, because they, they have a part in the man that I've become, but also representing the Packers as well. And um, being, being selected for that is, is just a blessing. I got to talk about that backfield. Uh, two guys back there, you got yourself, and then you got Thunder Thighs. I'm going to call them Thunder Thighs. You know, a guy, who's a, <laughs> a guy who has that physical presence, A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Uh, both of you guys being in the backfield, how do you complement one another, and how great of a relationship do you two guys have? Oh, we have a great relationship, uh, and it started ever since he came in. We just um, working and uh, bringing out the best of me in each other and, um, we all we both want 
each other to get better. So um, that's one of the fun things working with AJ. And uh, I feel like we complement each other so well because both of us, uh, we can do similar things, but we both have our own own strengths. So when one of us comes out the game, you can't just relax because uh, there's somebody else in there who can do do uh, the same things that I'm capable of. Uh, do you, in fact, call him Thunder Thighs? <laughs> <laughs> I call my boy Algiers. Algiers? I call Algiers. Is he from that's Algeria? His, uh, <laughs> that's his government. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Hey, hey Aaron, you you not right, man. You not right. Oh, <laughs> uh, am I sorry? I asked that question. <laughs> Aaron, tell me about and not not to bring it down a little bit, but a few weeks ago, just the feeling, how long it took to kind of get past what happened against the Forty ers Oh. Uh, it- it took me uh, a good week or so. Uh, I was sick, you know. I couldn't even really watch the uh, rest of the playoff games because just feeling like that was supposed to be us. And um, you know, you only get one opportunity, one moment, and that that window closes fast. So um, you know, just taking thinking about it and trying to make the most of every opportunity, and um, you didn't on that one. So just kind of sick. I gotta tell you this: I, I love your game, man. Um, not only are you a running back. Not only are you a slasher, you can run between the tackles, but you're a guy who can line up outside as well and catch the football out of the backfield. Now, I remember last year I seen you uh, catch a hitch. I seen you catch a go route. I seen you catch a shallow route. I seen you catch all kind of things. What do you contribute your receiving skills to um, in the National Football League? Um, Just w- working with my teammates, uh, everybody as well, coaches, um, but I would say um, some of the receiving stuff comes from, like, back in high school. Um, they had me playing slot receiver um, before they moved me back to running back. And so I think that playing out there a little bit just helped my game and uh, helped me develop my hand. Aaron, you know, when you think about tonight and you're kind of sitting and waiting to find out if you're the guy – What's that moment going to be like? You're going to be nervous. What are you going to be feeling tonight? Well, I think a, a little, a good nervous um, anticipation, uh, excitement. Some, I, I know it's going to be so many things in one. Listen, good luck tonight. We'll be pulling for you. And uh, Algiers, okay. thank you Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers Harry care to explain listen let me tell you why it's so funny because I've had a lot of teammates in the past and I always wondered like why they get these certain nicknames and whatnot but then when you figure out what their first name and middle names are, <laughs> man, you cr- that's why I cried laughing just then because I thought about particularly a teammate that is really, really close to me. <laughs> but I thought about other ones as well and how I used to, like, make fun of their names and stuff, man, all the time. But wouldn't, like, when, you're, when you have the, the initials and you're going by the initials primarily, there's a reason you're doing it. And I would oh, yeah. say – that 90% of the time, it's because you hate your first name. 
<laughs> is that fair to say? Yes, yes, it's very fair to say. I mean that that's rough. You're gonna you're, you're gonna purposely gonna stick the guy uh, Algiers. <laughs> His name is Algiers Jamal Dillon, and that's that's the whole joke there. But still, like to me that. When you're trying to get under somebody's skin, like I know a guy who is PJ and I call him Patrick. He cannot stand it. He just cannot stand it. I don't know <laughs> Look, why Patrick's I, a lovely name. I don't know why. So when he first said Algiers, I, I was like, okay, um, my brother-in-law is from Algiers down in New Orleans. So I'm like, dang, okay, he's from New Orleans. And but I'm thinking of Algeria. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> that was I thought for a minute man. he said that's his government. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Well, he certainly enjoyed it, that's for sure. Aaron Jones is up tonight for that um, NFL uh, Player of the Year, or Man of the Year, excuse me, the uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year, and it would be a very, very uh, interesting scenario uh, to see exactly where Aaron Rodgers is going to play next year if it's not going to be in Green Bay. And it's something that has been talked about ad nauseum. Of course, it's going to be interesting to see this entire offseason. But I know just I as, I said, as I said to him at the beginning, guys like him have to be just so sick and tired of talking about it for months and months and months. Well, not just that, just the, the, the Aaron Rodgers debacle period, like that dated back to last offseason. Think about all the times they had to talk about it then. Now you got to talk about, hey, where's Aaron going to go? We don't know, and then they those guys they they don't know, so they're just trying to provide the best answers possible, but at the same time hoping that he comes back on the team that they're on because he actually gives them the best chance to win and go to a Super Bowl. So I don't know, yeah, it's mixed emotions all around the globe, man, when it comes to that stuff. Uh, Nuno, would you agree, as we welcome in from the hashtag crew, Nuno, that anyone <laughs> who has initials for a first name must. Or, or, or how they want to be addressed, must hate their name. Not necessarily, because what if you and your father have the same name and you want to dif- differentiate? Uh, that would be the t- that would be the ten well, percent, the that's Peter a, that's Junior. Me, that's me and my father though. So I'm Harry Douglas the fourth, and then my right. son is like the fifth. My dad's the third. But I love uh, Harry. But, 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 at, that, but, at, but at that it's, point, it's not uh, many that look like me uh, named uh, Harry. Are, though. are you on like that George? Uh, you know the George Foreman. Like everyone is George, even the uh, daughter is Georgina or whatever. Like, do you just lack the? You know, as someone who has the name Nuno, do you just lack creativity at some point? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that that's kind of similar to my household because my daughter is Harrison. Okay. But my wife chose that name, though. I didn't even choose Harrison. My wife chose that name. Nuno, what is your middle name? My middle name is Miguel. So it's Nuno So there was Miguel. never, like NM doesn't roll no. off the tongue. So uh, an, a quick not one. Name. They wanted to name me Bruno, but Bruno is too close to Bruto, which is stupid in Portuguese. So my father was like, <laughs> no, we're not, we're not doing that. And we, they went with Nuno. Well, here we are. It's Bruno, too close to what? Imagine it's if too our close producer's name was Bruno. <laughs> would have been great. And you just straight go by Bubba now. That's all there is to it. It's not even. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, that was it was given to me in second grade, and it just stuck. So it wasn't really, you know, it wasn't really by choice or anything. My friends just kind of called me that in second grade, and it's just stuck. I genuinely introduced myself as Brendan for the most part because I just kind of feel weird just saying Bubba. But it once people kind of pick up on it, it just it just sticks and everyone at work 
Once Mike and Mike heard about it, it's it became Bubba, and everyone at work is Bubba. My friends, my parents, my my mom, my dad, my sister, my uncle. Everyone calls me Bubba. All my friends. So yeah, it's it's just it's pretty much just Bubba. But uh, I, I respond to both. There there was, but there was never a point when you walked into the job interview at ESPN and said, <laughs> "Hi, my name is Bubba." No, yeah, I'll, I'll still start with Brendan, but Bubba is in Bubba Gump. It, Bubba. it transitions to Bubba pretty quickly. <laughs> Oh, well, he's I, didn't, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't. I have no. I have no issues with Brendan. It's just kind of stuck. Understandable. Understandable. It's Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Meanwhile, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski reporting a four-team trade right now. Uh, the Bucks are acquiring Serge Ibaka for from the Clippers uh, in a deal that will also send the Kings Dante DiVincenzo. And Marvin Bagley will be going to the Pistons in this trade. So we are still awaiting more details on that, whereas Woj bombs will be dropping all day, as we know. So it's Ibaka going to the Bucks, which is an interesting move to help a team uh, that is already a championship-caliber team, and they trade away DiVincenzo in order to get Serge Ibaka. Harry, what do you think? Um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out. What would what would make them want Serge Ibaka? Do they want another big? Do they need another big? I, I don't understand that. But yeah, Serge Ibaka it, is a guy is a guy that I do know uh, that can play on the perimeter, uh, even though he has the size. And in that system, uh, Mike Budenholzer's system, he loves guys who can play on the perimeter, shoot the three ball, um, even as big. So I mean, it'll fit. It'll definitely fit. But Divincenzo, I like Divincenzo because he can guard. Um, tough, and he can score, I won't say at will, but if you need a bucket, he can get you a bucket. But you have uh, a Grayson Allen there. So so you have too many guys, I think, that plays like DiVincenzo. So, so I, I think that's another reason why they're getting rid of him. So here's what we've got so far. The Bucks are sending uh, – or the Bucks are getting Serge Ibaka from the Clippers. The Kings are getting Dante DiVincenzo. Uh, Marvin Bagley is going to the Pistons – and the Pistons are sending Josh Jackson and Trey Lyles to the Kings. They will also send multiple second-round picks uh, among the teams in the trade. So there you have it. That's what's going on right now, the very latest, as we continue to sit and wait to see if James Harden will, in fact, get traded today, whether it be to Philadelphia or God knows if it actually could be somewhere else, but that's unlikely. Uh, what's your take right now on where we stand with Harden? What do you got, Harry? Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think Harden will be traded, and if he doesn't, I think we're going to see the injury thing um, come back up and play a factor later on in the season as well. But I want to go back to this Milwaukee thing. I do understand why they did it, right? You have Grayson Allen. You have Pat Covington. You have Dante DiVincenzo. You have three guys right there who are similar in play, right? Mm-hmm. So if you can get – a big guy who can, like I said, go 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 to the perimeter, shoot the three ball, uh, shoot the mid range, but also help you defend to go along with Giannis, to go along with a Chris Middleton. These guys, they have these players that are like athletic, long, rangy. You know what I mean? And one thing Coach Bud loves is foreign players. We got to remember, Coach Bud at some point came from the San Antonio Spurs under Greg Popovich, and we all know Pop loves guys. Uh, that are foreign that play the game of basketball at a high level and have a very high IQ as well. 
Now, as far as Harden's concerned, the very latest uh, earlier today, uh, Steve Nash just a little while ago, uh, we know that on Sunday he said that he does not believe that James Harden is going to get traded. So at shoot-around, within a few hours of the deadline just a little while ago, probably within the last hour, hour and a half, said that he still, quote, feels the same way. Nothing's changed. I have no reason to believe things have changed. I still feel the same way. He's not told me that he doesn't want to stay. So I'm working off our conversations, which is he wants to be here, and we want him here, so we're excited to continue the season and get the deadline past us. Boy, those words may not age terribly well by 3 p.m. this afternoon. Well, I'll say this, and and if he does, you talk about friction. They've already had a numerous of things come up within this season and on their roster. You have a James Harden that's that has to stay and not happy, and you the, the hamstring lingering. You had that debacle, and the other day he said the few times he talked to Kyrie, which I, I don't understand how the how's it few a few times that you talk to him, you're on the same team. I don't I don't understand, man. It's it's unbelievable to me. It really is. I I do not make any sense of it but it's if you are the nets where you are right now it's hard to imagine that trading away james harden in any way is going to make you better but if you keep him what is he going to be like the rest of the year that to me is where you're really caught between a rock and a hard place and it's absolutely absurd to think that we are in that position just a year after he got here Championship aspirations might have been closing Uh, in Brooklyn. And the biggest loser in all of it is Kevin Durant. There's no doubt about that because he is the one that put this all together. More all day as the trade deadline approaches. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.